Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Edward Hertzman, founder and president of Sourcing Journal and Rivet. And I'm here with Zaki Salimi, vice president of Crescent Bahuman limited to discuss how the denim manufacturer is building out, quote, the greenest ecosystem denim has ever seen. Welcome. Thank you very much, Edward. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Building out a green ecosystem means you really need to get buy-in from, from your partners. How have you been able to get partners across the supply chain all on the same, same page with your, with your vision and goals? All right. So we have uh, we have focused on uh, not scale. We we have focused on value from uh, day one. So we've we've not had very many partners. Uh, we have had I think uh, we currently have around nine partners, nine clients, and one of the uh, most important client uh, in our journey has been Levi. So we've been working with Levi for approximately twenty three years out of our 25 year existence. And that for us has meant uh, a lot of learning, a lot of uh, partnering with Levi's, and that has actually helped enable us uh, to paint a green roadmap and uh, achieve uh, milestones. So we've not gone out and built huge capacities. We do a million pieces of production per month and uh, 1.5 1.5 million meters of denim fabric production. So we're 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 actually focused on value from from the day one. So so we're seeing now a shift in some consumer mindset, especially you know amongst Gen Z and certain age demographic that they want to know where their products are sourced from. What role does traceability and helping sustainability become a more tangible feat across your supply chain? I think it's um, it's it's something that is a prerequisite. It's something that we have been doing for a very long time now, and it, it amounts to knowing exactly where everything is coming from and everything in terms of raw materials, trims, stitching threads, you name it, where it's coming from and uh, how it's being added up, including the uh, the chemicals being used. So I, I'm happy to say uh, we only use green chemistry. We're part of the uh, ZDHC process. Um, we get audited twice a year. Um, for us, it's key. Uh, traceability, uh, transparency is key. It has actually helped us uh, helped us to work towards building our own sustainability index. We're working on that. We've been uh, working on it for around six to eight months now. So I'm, I'm happy to say we we're uh, 70% through our sustainability index. It's been quite a work. Um, it's a lot of work mapping uh, entire processes, ma- mapping entire supplier supplies and their supply chains, and then uh, weeding out the ones that do not conform uh, to the requirements. So I think it's kind of difficult to have a conversation in 2020 or 2021 and not bring up COVID as much as I'm sure we all don't want to talk about it anymore, but 
let me ask you at least one question on the topic. So COVID has fought, sure. forced, you know, COVID has forced many companies in 2020 to shift priorities and supply chain disruption, budget allocation, et cetera. How has Crescent stayed the course during the pandemic so far and keeping focus on its green mindset? I think the uh, pandemic has, um, has spared us. We, we have actually seen the flip side compared to other suppliers. We have uh, weathered through this storm, I think, faring much better than others. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we were not that exposed in terms of customers. And uh, the, the other part being that it gave us an opportunity to reset our business to, let's say, uh, our inception 1994. Um, it gave us an opportunity to actually go back to basics, um, work on our uh, sustainability index, our, our green uh, objectives. Not only that, it also gave us the opportunity to um, technologically enhance ourselves. So we, we, we uh, started uh, our digital transformation uh, a month after COVID struck us. And, and I think, uh, and our management uh, uh, thinks that you know, that the digital process is extremely um, or directly related to uh, sustainability. So being able to measure everything, uh, put it on a computer screen, a chart, uh, being able to uh, design product digitally. Are you seeing the adoption of, of this technology amongst a lot of your retail and brand partners? You know, obviously a lot of the stuff that you know, we keep talking about how this is an accelerated change. COVID has forced people to make these necessary changes. You know, obviously you guys were, as you mentioned, smart to really react very quickly. Or in some cases, a, a part of this was already part of your business strategy before COVID, which is what positioned you well. But are you feeling a little bit of uh, resistance from, from the retail community? I, I think it's the fact that, you know, uh, being a first or taking on the first move uh, always poses its risks and um, the uh, attraction is definitely there. Everybody sees the value in it, but the adoption is a lot slower than what it can be. They, there are certain challenges associated. I mean, we're in a direct touch and feel industry, you know, um, the, the buyers, the designers, they really want to touch and feel. However, uh, it has allowed us to eliminate a certain uh, first collection waste process. So with some customers, we were able to uh, get a digital collection out there, get their feedback, and then get more uh, focused uh, feedback in terms of which samples to build and which to drop. So I, I believe there is a resistance, but it's a matter of time. We're working with uh, a, uh, a technical institute, a university, a textile university in Pakistan, we're working on a um, softness, softness or comfort index so that we can even bridge that gap. Wow. So you look at a pair of jeans and then you have a value. You have a value, how soft is it? Uh, how comfortable will it be? Do, does it have cold properties? Does it have warm properties? So uh, working uh, with the Technical Institute in Pakistan, especially uh, one of the premier ones, has allowed us to be able to uh, fill some of those gaps. And I believe once we put this jigsaw puzzle together, uh, there will be no running away from it because in the end, it does save us a lot of uh, a lot of sampling, 
a lot of carbon footprint, especially through airing these samples and then um, and saving time saving huge amount. Uh, changing topics a little bit, you know, um, sure. hemp is being used more as an alternative to cotton and building out a grand quote unquote green denim ecosystem. Um, how has Crescent pushed the envelope on introducing hemp into its manufacturing process? I think uh, hemp, hemp for us um, is extremely important. We, we are in the interim because obviously there is a process we have to follow for the domestic crop to uh, be ready and be utilized. And uh, us being one of the first uh, initiators and lobbyists to get this approved by the government, we, we, we have in the interim, you know, we have sampled on uh, rain-fed hemp from Pakistan, and we intend to actually uh, have our first production uh, based on domestically produced hemp rather than, you know, Chinese-produced hemp. Last question. Sustainability is, is more than just manufacturing denim or some slogan, as it's been more of a lifestyle for companies like yours. How has Crescent been able to carry out that eco-conscious mentality throughout not only its denim production, but its factory workplace conditions and the local community? I think uh, the most important thing was that the, the business, um, Crescent itself as, uh, as a company, Crescent Bahuman, uh, is set up with a purpose. And when you have a purpose, compromises on uh, certain standards uh, that are part of your ethos are not acceptable. I want to thank you for taking the time to speak with Rivet. And uh, I want to invite you back again so we can learn more about, you know, the journey throughout COVID and post COVID and just, you know, stay safe. And thank you for taking the time. Great, Edward. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Amazing talking to you. Look forward to seeing you in Pakistan. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.